everybody and welcome or welcome back to the college starter pack um if you're new here on this podcast i like to talk about my experience as a freshman at uc berkeley i like to give advice for at the moment my own problems that i'm hoping might be problems that other people are having so maybe the advice can apply to you as well because I'd say a lot of the things some of the things I'm feeling are I think just a me problem but I think a lot of things that I'm feeling are things that probably other people are feeling um or at least I like to tell myself that so that I don't feel so alone (laughs) but anyway I have a little list of things I'd like to talk about today instead of the past this is only the second episode. Fun fact, I've actually tried to record the second episode about five times. Um, you know, I re- it's like a month into the school year now. I tried recording one like the second week of school after I had a whole bunch of lesbian drama. And then I don't remember why. Oh, it's because my microphone was recording. And then I tried again. And then I tried again. And something just kept going wrong. And then at that point, I told the story so many times. I was like, fuck it. Like, this, I don't even care about this anymore. Like, this is a thing of the past that I'd like to let go and stop talking about, no matter how entertaining it might have been. I'll give a little short gist of uh, the lesbian drama that occurred my second week here. But it wasn't necessarily drama, per se. Just, like, things went down. That I was not, I could have never been prepared for to go down. Um, but I'll give a little short summary of that just because I think it's uh, very interesting how my school year started out and where I am now. First thing I'd like to talk about is uh, don't get Tinder in college. <laughs> you know, this might seem pretty self explanatory to some people, but to me, it seemed like a really, really good idea. A great idea, even. Um, and I quickly discovered it was not a, well, you know, I don't regret it. I wouldn't say I regret it. I am extremely paranoid walking around school a lot of the time, though, because I've gotten fucking recognized. I've gotten recognized on the streets like a celebrity because of my Tinder profile, and I just don't really understand that. Um, the first encounter I had of this was I was walking, like, up the stairs to one of my classes, and I see this girl who I very, like, from the moment I saw her, I knew it was her because she was ginger and had, like, bleach blonde eyebrows and who else, you know, like, I I knew it was her from the moment I saw her. Um, This one was probably the least dramatic of all the encounters I've had so far. This was just, like, I saw her in passing. We both pretended not to see each other and moved on with our lives um, because she had talked to me for, like, a day or two and then she ghosted me. So that was the first encounter. Second encounter... This is the real kicker. This is the real kicker. I was walking. Okay, it was like fucking 8 a.m., right? Like, I literally just left the doors of my dorm. Just walked out the doors. Walking down the street, this girl, she's like, she's passing me. And I can tell she she does a little double take for a second, right? I don't recognize her at all. I don't know who this girl is. But anyway, so I'm walking past her. As we're like slight, like, we're like just passing each other, like side by side. She gives me the biggest side eye I've ever seen. She goes... Hi, Rin. What? What? Who are you? 
How do you know my name? Why are you saying hi to me at 8 a.m. in the morning right outside my dorm? Who are you? I was so fucking confused. Who is this girl? How does she know my name? Not many, I'm, nobody knows me here. Nobody knows me here. How does this girl that I've never seen before know my name? And what are the odds that at 8 a.m., just as I walk out of the doors of my dorm, this girl sees me and she makes a conscious decision to say hi to me and use my name? So, of course, I whip my head back around. I'm like, wait, did you just say hi to me? She's like, yeah. I was like, uh, how do you know me? And she she was walking with a friend, right? So they're already like a couple feet up ahead of me at this point. So her friend stays back. The girl comes up to me. She fucking leans over, not kidding, puts her hand over her mouth and whispers, whispers in my ear, tender bitch what bitch what bitch what why are you whispering tinder and everything about that interaction was just so fucking like what so like i i just laugh like i don't know how to respond to that so i laugh and i start walking away and then naturally i'm like okay who the fuck is this girl so i go to my tinder i'm like looking back back through my matches i don't see her anywhere right And then I'm like looking through my conversations, don't see this girl, don't know who she is, I never matched with her. So that means that this fucking girl, she was swiping on Tinder, right? Probably came across my profile, saw my face, maybe swiped right on me, but I obviously didn't swipe right on her because I did not see her in my matches or any of my conversations. So she just saw me in passing on the app, remembered my name said it correctly nonetheless nobody ever says my name correctly i get ryan i get ryan i get reen i get a whole bunch of shit nobody ever says rin well sometimes but it's rare so this girl she in passing saw my face on the app saw my name remembered and then sees me outside of my dorm at 8 a.m and says hi to me and then whispers tinder in my ear what so moral of the story from all of that don't get tinder in college next thing i wanted to talk about is being picky with friends this is a very very hard thing especially when you're in an environment where you need to be where you're starting over socially basically so basically when you're starting college uh this is a very hard thing to uh be dealing with a hard quality to have Um, I'm very, very picky with my friends. I expect a lot from them because my theory is I don't, and this is the other tough thing is I don't know if this is a valid value to have. Like, I don't know if it's valid for me to be so picky because on one hand I'm like, well, I'm picky with my friends because I don't want to waste my time on people that aren't gonna serve me well in a friendship like if they're gonna be consistently flaky if they're going to consistently forget about me or hurt my feelings and granted I am a very sensitive person you know it's it's hard to tell when you're being too picky I also think I have a bit of a victim complex that I developed as a result of some trauma in high school 
So I constantly think that, like, if somebody does something, that it's an attack against me. It's a personal attack. So it's hard to tell when that is coming into play. And I'm, like, my victim complex is influencing the situation or if they actually did something shitty. I've had the rule of two strikes, you're out. If you fuck up once, I'll forgive you. I'll write it off. You fuck up twice, then you've just proved to me that you're a shitty person, basically. Maybe not that you're a shitty person, but just they aren't the right person for me. There's this girl. Now, there's this whole lesbian lore that I will get into a little bit. Um, but basically, there's this girl. I like to say she's at the top of the pyramid. The top of the aesthetic lesbian pyramid, right? And she has so many friends. So many friends. Her social circle is huge. Even though we're only a month into school. You know, every lesbian here wants to be friends with her because she's beautiful and she's TikTok famous and whatever, whatever, right? So I'm friends with two people, acquaintances, with two people who are friends with this girl. Top of the pyramid, right? And both of them have said to me, oh yeah, she's really flaky. What? One of them is like her best friend. She was laying on the grass outside of our class once and I saw her, I went up to her, I was like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, oh, my friend blank was supposed to come meet me, but she didn't really show up. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought she's your best friend. I thought she was your best friend and she just didn't show up and didn't tell you. And she was like, oh yeah, she kind of just does that. What? What do you mean she kind of just does that? I hate when people use that as an excuse for people being just shitty people. Like, oh, they're just like that. They just kind of do that. Like, what? Okay, why are you friends with them then? Why are you? Maybe it's just because I personally can't handle that. Like, I could not handle somebody doing that to me. But, like, why are you putting yourself through that? Why are you willingly being friends with a shitty person? So that's what I mean. Those are the type of people that I'm trying to avoid because I don't want to be in a friendship like that. I really don't. And so when somebody proves to me that they're flaky like that or that they, like, aren't going to spare a thought for me basically I'm like okay fuck like I don't want to be your friend and then but sometimes I feel guilty because most of some people have told me like you can't just write people off that soon or that quickly like you can't just judge from the get-go like that but I'm like why not why can't I and then I complain about not having friends but it's like I feel like I'm valid in doing so because I'm not going to force myself to be friends with people who are not good people. The thing is, they may not realize that they're not being super nice people or they may not realize that what they've done is wrong in my mind or that it upset me. But the fact that they don't realize it is the issue. Because I know... They're not doing it intentionally, most likely, but it just speaks volumes about their character, and it's the fact that they don't realize that what they've done. I'll give you an example, right? So first strike with this one girl that I met that I thought I was going to be good friends with because we had the same sense of humor, we had a lot of similar interests, whatever, whatever, right? We'll call her, um, uh, we'll call her Slip 
So I met Slip at a party, thought we are going to be best friends, whatever. And so then there was a game, right? There was a football game. And football games are a big thing here. And everybody was going. And so I wanted to go, but I didn't have a group to go with. So on a whim, I reached out to this girl because that's what everyone is telling me you're supposed to do. You're supposed to reach out to people and just see where it goes. So I did that. I was like, hey, are you going to the game? She's like, yeah. And so we talked back and forth. Like, she, like, sent me a screenshot of her ticket so I could see, like, where her seats were. She told me, oh, yeah, I don't really have a group to go with, but, like, I'm just going to go and, like, get my money's worth, whatever. So she lied. You know, whenever people say, I've learned this, whenever people say, oh, yeah, I only have, like, two friends or I don't have a friend group, they do. They literally do. So I don't know why they're saying that. But anyway, um, she was like, oh, I don't have a group to go with. And I was like, okay, perfect, because I don't either, right? Perfect, ideal scenario, right? Right? So like, now, now get this in your head, right? We were talking back and forth about this, at least like 20 messages each, right? Back and forth. So you wouldn't think she'd be able to forget about me, right? You wouldn't think she'd be able to forget about me. <laughs> but she did. But she did. Um, so it was getting close to the time where we would have needed to leave to go to the game. Because kickoff was at like 7.15 and it was like 7.10. And so I had messaged her twice. She didn't answer. So I call her on Instagram. I give her a fucking call on Instagram. Doesn't answer. And then, like, a minute later, she texts me. She's like, oh, so sorry I didn't see your text. We're heading down the elevator right now. Who's we, bitch? Who's we, bitch? What happens if I don't have a group? So I was like, okay, whatever. Whatever. But also, she was about to leave without me. <laughs> if I hadn't texted her twice and called her, she would have left without me. And... You know, this is why I said earlier, get it in your head that we were talking back and forth about this for a while. She sent me a screenshot of her ticket. Like, how could she forget about me? But no, they were in the elevator leaving as I had already texted her twice and called her. And she didn't think to be like, hey, we're going now because she forgot about me. So I was like, oh, is it OK if I meet you in the courtyard? And she was like, yeah, come down. And so I did, and I went with them to the game, and it was whatever. It was fun, I guess, because she is a funny person. I felt like we really clicked, um, and I felt like she brought out the most me out of everybody that I've met so far, just because she was so crazy, and I really like crazy people. Um, but anyway, so she that was strike one, okay? Strike two, um, so there's... She's not going to watch this, so I feel like I can just say it. There's this uh, ski club that we have here, and they have, like, really good parties, and it's really hard to get into the frats right now, or just actually in general. You can only get into the frats if you're not in a sorority before rush week, and then after that, you have to be in a sorority, basically. So I signed up for ski club so I could go to their parties because I can't go to the frats, and... Uh, what was her name? Slip. So I had gotten Slip. I had tried multiple times. So there was like a week before the actual party was, I had DM'd Slip and been like, hey, I see you're following the ski club 
like Instagram account. Are you going to join or did you join? She's like, oh, I didn't yet, but I was like thinking about it. I really wanted to because they seem cool. I was like, okay, we should join and go to the party together. She's like, yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. And then I text her the day before the party. I'm like, hey, we have to join so that like you had to like pay a membership fee, $36 membership fee. But I was willing to do it. Granted, I would be able to go to the parties and have go with a friend. Um, so I texted her the night before the party. I was like, Hey, we have to like join now so we can go to the party tomorrow. And she was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like asking me all these questions. Like, do you know where it is? Like, what time is it? They literally, like she is following their Instagram account and they literally had like a whole like info flyer thing of the location, the time, all the details, whatever. And I had already sent it to her like multiple times throughout the week. But she just kept asking me details. Anyway, so, and then, like, that morning, she was like, hey, actually, my friend invited me to go to this thing um, at Bowles if, like, it, and so I think I'll head over to the ski club party at, like, 10 or 10.30. And I was like, okay, cool. So, whatever, right? I was planning on going with her, but whatever. I was like, okay, cool, I'll see you there then. And then I texted my other friend who was following the account, and I was like, hey, do you want to go? And she was like, yeah, let's do it, let's go. And then she was like, actually, I'm still really hungover from yesterday, so I don't think I'm going to go. I was like, fuck, okay, whatever. So I text Slip again, and I'm like, hey, actually, my friend, my other friend that I was going to go with doesn't want to go anymore, so do you want to just meet at our dorm and then walk over to the party together? She was like, sure, sounds good. And then the ski club posts something on their, it was like 10 o'clock at night at this point, and she still wasn't here, and it was like, they posted, the ski club posted on their story saying, oh, if you guys aren't here by 1030, we're like, we're closing the doors, you can't get in, so I sent her their story, and she's like, oh, I don't think I'm gonna make it, uh, sorry, go have fun without me, and I was like, oh, okay, no worries, next time, the next day, right, I see she added me to her close friends, which was random, but whatever. So I look at her close friends, click to the next story. This is on her main. This isn't on her close friends, but on her main, she posted that she was at the ski club party. She tagged them in her post. Girl, what? Girl, what? You told me you weren't going to go. Which, okay, give her the benefit of the doubt, right? I was like, okay, like, don't go all crazy. Don't let that victim complex kick in. Like, think about this rationally. Maybe she went because she thought that I had gone by myself, which doesn't make any sense. But this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, where's the logic? Because I literally told her my other friend wasn't going and asked if she wanted to walk over together. Whatever. Um, so maybe she thought that I had gone and that she would see me there, right? But if she did do that, why wouldn't she have just texted me and been like, hey, uh, I actually did end up going. Or, hey, I actually am going to make it. You want to meet us here? Or whoever she was with, I don't know. But she didn't do that. She didn't text me and say, hey, are you here? She didn't text me and say, hey, I'm on my way if you want to come meet us here. So anyway, that was strike two. Slip is out. Slip is very out. Um, if she ever asked me to hang out with her, I'll do it. But it's these specific people that I'm trying to avoid that, like, will literally fucking forget about you 
not spare a thought for you. And if you want to be their friend, you have to consistently ask to hang out with them because they're never going to ask you. So that was strike two for her. She's out. And this has happened with multiple different people where they'll pull something like that. I'll give them two strikes and they prove to me they're a shitty person. And if I want to hang out with them, I have to be the one to constantly ask them. So I cut them off because I don't want to be friends with people like that. And so as a result of me being picky, I don't know, is this being picky? I'm just not the type of person that can be friends with people like that, right? I just can't do it. I guess that is being picky maybe, but I also think that's just sort of protecting my peace. But then am I protecting my peace a little too hard? I don't know. I think especially here, it's really hard at this school because it's not just the academics that are competitive. It's not just the clubs that are competitive. It's also the social life that is competitive. Like, you really have to fight to be friends with people, at least in the beginning of the year. I know eventually, with time, I will find people just, you know, by association, joining clubs, spending time with people. I just, I know it'll take time to find my people, but I think it's also just 10 times harder here. You would think it would be easier because there's so many more people to choose from. Like, it would be easier maybe to find people that you connect with, but I think that actually makes it a lot harder, especially because a lot of the people here, specifically the aesthetic lesbians here, which have been the people that I've been most drawn to because I'm like oh she looks cool I like her outfit and she looks gay I'll be her friend and then I find out that she has a huge social circle and is collecting her friends uh like collector's items and is basically building an army and that she literally won't care about me so I don't want to be her friend next topic I don't really want to recount these events in full detail because I've already talked about it so many times trying to record this stupid fucking podcast so um I'm just going to go through the the general, like, super short summary. Um, first week of school, I go to my first frat. I make out with this girl. Um, and then we meet up another night, and we make out again. And we decide we're going to be friends with benefits. And then after that, I asked her to hang out with me socially with some of the aesthetic lesbians that... It was their second strike, but I was giving them another chance. So I invited her to come with me to that. And then, like, the vibe sort of just shifted because we were in a social setting instead of a party setting. Um, and so then we never talked again after that. And then I found out that a girl that was with us on one of the nights that I thought she might have been kind of flirting with, and then I asked her about it. I was like, hey, it seems like you're kind of into blah, 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 like, what's up with that she's like no I swear I'm not like I totally like I'm so into you like I totally was not flirting with that other girl and then I find out like a week or two later which doesn't matter it's like she didn't have any sort of like uh, uh like loyal she didn't have to have any sort of loyalty to me but it was just the fact that in the moment she's like oh no I totally wasn't flirting with her and then I find out a week later that that other girl is her new uh uh fling which it also isn't as big of a deal because she has been moving on to new people like every other week. But anyway, I just thought that was uh, sort of, you know, that is a unique experience. That is something that nobody can tell me, oh, yeah, everybody else is feeling that. Like, I think that was really just sort of a me 
sort of a me thing. Um, but anyway, so that was the general gist of the lesbian drama that I had. It There's a lot more detail to it, but I just really don't feel like talking about it. Anyway, last thing I wanted to talk about was the thin line between self-care and isolation. Basically protecting your peace a little too hard. Because uh, I can't, I don't know, mm, I think I may be doing that a little bit. You know, I'm going to the gym every day. I go. I wake up early. Sometimes I'll wake up at like 6.45 to go to the gym. And then I'll go to my 9 a.m. And then in between each of my classes, I go to the library and do my homework. And then I come back to the dorm early. Or sometimes I'll go to the gym again. <laughs> and then I will come back and I'll go to sleep. Day after day. Day after day. Now, is this protecting my peace a little too hard? Some may say yes. I would say no. See, in my eyes, I'm filling my time and working on myself for the first semester. Until next semester, I will try again with this whole reaching out to people and making new friends okay. thing. Um, so am I protecting my peace a little too hard? My theory is no, because isn't it better to work on yourself and wait for the right people to come rather than forcing yourself to be friends with people that you know are not your people in the hopes that they'll lead you to other people that are your people? And that's the flip, that's the flip side of it, of how you could see it, is if you're friends with people that you maybe don't necessarily like, they might lead you to other people that you will like. But then also with that, it's tricky because, like, if they're acting a certain way, chances are people that they're friends with are going to act similarly. Not always, it's not guaranteed, but, like, so am I protecting my peace too hard? I don't know. I do not know. But... I'm sort of reaching my uh, my limit here of loneliness. If I was at a school that was not as prestigious per se, I would totally consider transferring. But transferring from Berkeley to Santa Cruz or Santa Barbara feels like a bit of a crime not to say that those aren't good schools but it's like I feel sort of trapped here and I would imagine I would imagine it's the same if you were at like Harvard not saying this is not Harvard this is no Harvard but if you were at some other crazy school like Harvard or Stanford or some shit NYU like that's really tough because if you hate it there I'd imagine most people would feel that guilt of like, but this is a really good school and I work so hard to get in here. Like, if I transfer, I'm just throwing it away. Like, if you're really not happy there, then you're not happy there. I really like the campus here and I really like my classes and I think I picked the right school for me. It's just the social aspect of it is really hard and I miss the beach and there's a lot of scary crime here and I don't want to get stabbed. Literally, sometimes people will walk past me on the street and I'm like, please don't stab me, please don't stab me, please don't stab me. Like, in my head, I literally chant that. I haven't gotten stabbed, so 
I think it's working. <laughs> but anyway, if I like, sometimes I wish I would I had gone to like, fucking Chapman or something, so that I could transfer to. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara is definitely a step up from Chapman, I would say. Well, I guess it depends on what you're majoring in, but, like, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like I can't transfer. Um, not that I, like, I know I just have to stick it out because I like the campus and I like the my classes and everything. So once I find my people, then everything will just click and I'll really like it here. But, yeah, I don't know why I started talking about that. Um, I think I'm done. So thank you all for watching. Um, if you're my friend watching, then now you are all caught up on everything I'm going through and what I'm feeling. Um, and if you're a random person watching this, uh, then I hope maybe you could... Mm, I don't think many of the stories I told today were relatable. Specifically the Tinder and the lesbian lore, but uh, I hope you at least found it somewhat entertaining. Um... I'm also trying to make this like a good sleep podcast by talking very calmly because I really like to listen to podcasts while I'm going to sleep, like a little bedtime story. So maybe this could have been somebody's bedtime story. If you didn't use it as a bedtime story this time, maybe consider using my next episode if there is one as a bedtime story and maybe request some ASMR. Maybe I can do some ASMR eventually. Uh, maybe I can... Um, tell an actual bedtime story i don't know just ride the wave and see where this goes probably nowhere probably to my friends hello friends if you're watching and if you watch this whole thing <laughs> okay goodbye